1: Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. Experience unlined perfection with the nearly undetectable Invisible Lift Demi Bra, or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44, that's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Vitoria.
0: Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store.
2: Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through four fourteen twenty four 24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.
3: Unpacking the Toolbox is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio.
1: You all listening, there was a hot second when Josh Molina and Scott Foley were like, we should host the Scandal podcast. And Scott talked to Shonda about it. And Shonda was like, oh, Katie and G are already doing that. It's been in the works for years.
3: (laughs) Oh, man, what a different vibe it would have been. Right. I I know. I mean, it would have still been great. But, you know, we we could like
1: let them sit in our chairs for like. Maybe half an episode like how I sit in for Kelly Rippa. Like maybe <laughs> Josh or Scott could sit
3: in as like a guest host. Nah when fuck we're that further shit. down the road.
1: Fuck that. No, get out of here, you motherfuckers. No, we don't want you. I don't want
3: them to get too comfortable and then they're really <laughs> funny and really good and we're like, uh Well, they also have
1: a very different relationship than me and you. I mean, those two are just god awful to each other. They love each other so much, but they're like, they have that sort of like frat boy relationship where they're just straight up ball busters to each other and dicks. So it would be a probably very angry
3: show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Do you remember that time, Katie, that we were at Saks Fifth Avenue? I was just
1: going to bring it up.
3: We had an event at Saks Fifth Avenue where the clothing from the show, right, was being displayed. And there was going to be a line of clothing from, you know, by Lynn Paolo and Carrie Washington. Yeah. We show up and there's a red carpet. They fly us to
1: New York. Yes. And they've redone the window treatments of Saks Fifth Avenue to be... All of our characters in our clothing. Yeah, so it's I,
3: mannequins that look like yeah, us in our yeah. clothing.
1: Yo, mine was hot. I, I kind of remember that. I was like, dang.
3: Mine too. Wouldn't it have been awesome if we could keep those mannequins? And uh, we could have been like, can I get that they? mannequin? Where are oh they? My God. Like, are they dressed somewhere? Like, no. And someone's my, like, that mannequin looks like no. hot.
1: I think it was to celebrate the launch of that the Limited was doing. A Scandal clothing line that Carrie Washington and Lynn Paolo collaborated gotcha. on. There was yes. like the Quinn jacket and this other yes. thing. But we all go and your parents
3: are there. There was a huge crowd outside Saks Fifth Avenue. Um, and, you know, we're all doing the red carpet, the whole cast and Shonda's there. And then eventually we go inside where there's a, a big party and champagne yeah. and there's a ton of people in there. The cast's friends and family are all inside mingling yeah. with us and enjoying it. And I look through the glass. <laughs> <laughs> through the glass of sex Fifth Avenue. And my parents are just standing outside with the crowd. And I'm like, you guys- Behind con- like a red
1: velvet rope and it's like cold outside. And I yes. remember being like, fucking Guillermo's parents are here.
3: Yeah. And at one point we had to go and stand next to our mannequins and they did some- f- Pictures of us, remember that? Yeah, next yeah. We, oh, to that's right. I forgot. Mannequins. We all
1: like climbed in the yes, window displays. Yes, and that's next when I was to like, our
3: mannequins. My mother and my father are standing outside <laughs> with the crowd of fucking fans. Like, I like waving at me, and I'm like, what and they the wouldn't fuck come in outside. No, I think my brother came in. My one brother came in, and I was like, Well, Fredo, why aren't mommy and Poppy like inside? And he was like, You know them. They're they're cool. They just want to stay outside. They're fine.
1: I love them. They did. I don't know if they'll be listening to this podcast, but they should know they raised the most glorious human beings.
3: <laughs> oh, Katie, you are way too sweet. Dude,
1: we've got episode 204. Yes. Beltway Unbuckled. Unbuckled, yep. Which aired on October 25th, 2012. It was written by Mark Fish, mm-hmm. a writer that came to us a little bit later, but stayed all the way through the end and is a Shondaland fave. And it was directed by Mark Tinker.
3: Remember Mark Tinker? This director was like the coolest freaking oh. dude, man.
1: Well, Mark Tinker is kind of responsible for saving my life and getting me into the Shondaland universe because no way. he was the producing director of Private Practice, and oh, Private sh- Practice was the first time I was ever hired as a guest star in the Shondaland universe where Shonda actually like remembered who I was. And that's why I got called into audition for Off the Map and why I kept getting called into audition for Scandal and all of these things. But my first job ever was the premiere of season four of Private Practice that Mark Tinker was directing.
3: No way. And he cast me. Oh, shit. Did you have a good role? Did you have like a juicy role? Yo,
1: this is the (laughs) most fucked up shit you have ever heard in your life. It is awful. I played a mom who left. Her kid, in the back of the car by accident, with the windows shut. (gasps) And when I get back to the car, the baby has burned to death and is not breathing because there was no new air and it was too hot. By the way, that is actually the cause of some infant deaths. Now, they have all of these things in new cars. I, I drive a minivan. And when you put the car in park, if there's a baby or any movement in the back, the screen of my car comes up and says like alert alert there are people in the back of your car. Oh fuck you. Which yeah. is like I a new that. thing. I love that. Yeah. And every time it comes on, I think about this fucking episode oh, of Ryan god. <laughs>
3: god. That dreadful episode. You must have oh, like my Oh my god. god.
1: It was horrible. Horrible. Jeez but Christ. that's how I met Mark Tinker and <laughs> that's how I edged my way into Shondaland, baby. Wow. Thank
3: you Mark Tinker. <laughs>
1: Okay, Mark Tinker, wait, the guest stars in this episode are superb. I'm going to read the top of them and, gee, the second because it's the most people ever. It's Greg Henry as Hollis Doyle, Deborah Mooney as Verna Thornton, Norm Lewis as Senator Edison Davis, Brenda Song as Alyssa, yeah. Susie
3: Porfar yeah. as Becky
1: Flynn,
3: and Wendy Davis as Kimberly Mitchell. And then we have Stephen W. Bailey as Noah Elliott, Kate McGregor, Stewart as Mary, Joe Holt as the Secretary of Defense, Kristen Carey as Brooke Foster, Eve Gordon as Janet Nystrom, and Todd Waring as Peter Nystrom.
1: Oh, I can't wait That's to talk about a lot of guest stars. A lot can't wait to talk about that real quick, guys. The synopsis yeah. is a missing college student turns up dead after it's revealed that she is the anonymous Beltway Unbuckled blogger who has scandalously slept her way through Washington, D.C. A diplomat pops up on the suspect list, which causes trouble for Olivia when she's pitted up against the White House. Melly causes a scene when she gets involved with Olivia's diplomatic scandal. Meanwhile, the relationship between Abby and David deepens and he gets a step closer to figuring out the Quinn Perkins mystery. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. let Let's go through the EPG. What are yes. your fave moments? What happened? What do you remember? Give me some stories. Oh my god. Hot
3: well, listen, right off the top, this first scene with Fitz and uh Melly in the baby room, where Fitz wakes up, you know, on the couch in the baby room with Melly, so freaking good. Such a good scene. I actually wrote in my notes: um, Melly and Fitz hate each other so well. I wish I could fight that good with Mike. That's my problem. <laughs> In real life, I said I need scandal writers to write lines for me for my everyday life because I mean, just the words that they say are so brilliant. This is
1: the time she says erection. Oh, and I God. wrote. Yes, she writes the way Bellamy Young delivers erection. She's like <laughs> my husband gets an erection for Olivia Pope or whatever she's
3: saying, and yes, that they're so. Yes.
1: I wrote they're so mean to each other. Holy shit.
3: It's so good. And she says, I don't want to spend my night sleeping next to a man who gets erections dreaming of Olivia Pope. So good. (gasps) Woo!
1: (laughs) They are at odds and fucking hate each other. And they're so good at it. And we get into Hux A.A. storyline where we meet Uh, the one and only Susie Porfar, who is Incredible. A gem man. A gem. And she's says, Nice to meet you, Whiskey. I'm cocaine.
3: Yes, yes. Also, listen, can we talk about Susie Porfar? Who I believe Linda Lowy, our amazing casting director, went to see a play called Tribes that Jeff Perry is in, who plays Cyrus. And Susie Porfar was in that play, and she saw her, and that's why she brought her in to Scandal is my understanding but that's 100% what happened she's
1: unbelievable and that play tribes if it's ever playing in a theater
3: near you don't walk run Run. remember we went to see it were we together when we went to see it in New York remember
1: yeah I went and Susie was fucking ridiculous I can't wait to talk about who you liked making out with more (laughs) me Susie Porfar or
3: Kimmy or Kimmy Kimmy. your
1: answer is you had the best time making out with Quinn obviously with you yeah
3: (laughs) <laughs> um, but so Susie Porfar, real quick, yo, she's been in a ton of shit. I was just watching In the Heights the other day, and she's in In the Heights.
1: What does she play in that? I saw that.
3: One of the lead characters is applying for an apartment in New York City, and she plays yeah. like a really sort of um uppity, you know, woman. God, she can. Who's like, sorry, better. you know, you have to. Your application isn't good enough. It's taken. Oh, I think yeah. I
1: remember that. I remember that. <laughs> she's God, so good.
3: she's un believable.
1: We go into Abby and David a fucking all the time now. They're just like, and they're adorable. They're just like adorable in this next Uh, little scene. And they say, oh my God, Uh, Abby's like, this is the last time. This is the last time. We're not boating ever again. And he was like, well, you said that after the fourth, eighth, ninth, and 10th time, but you didn't say it over the seventh time. So what did I do right that time? And you can tell they're like feeling each other. They like each
3: other. Yeah. But they're so complete opposites too, right? Yeah. They don't make sense to me, but then they're so hot together in the sack.
1: They really are. And I wrote you know the know note, I mean? must have been cold, David, hard nipples. <laughs> <laughs> that was my note.
4: I love my it. My note I love was,
1: it. shit, stage was cold that day because David's topless in the scene and his nipples are just straight up, <laughs> straight up rocks.
3: I love, I love that there's a shot, too, of both their feet. They both have very nice feet Mm. what's a deal breaker for you with a with a partner Mm. like if Mm. somebody got fucked up feet i'm like yo Mm. i I can't
1: i i don't know i've been married so long and i've (laughs) just known adam's feet for fuck ever but i think like a no go for me is i have like a hair thing clearly my husband has like a shit ton of hair yeah but i saw a piece of his scalp one time, it like sort of parted, and I was like, "I'm picking you up, Rogaine. This is the foam you're using. This is the pill you have to take. I don't care." You so I might out. have like, yeah. Oh and he God. was like, "Katie, it just parted. Like I slept on it, whatever." Oh God, and I'm like, "No, Katie. I see it happening. We need to prevent this." His dad's bald, and his brother's bald.
3: No, what? <laughs> yeah. it, what would you do if Adam started going bald? Would you be like, divorce oh my him? God. Divor- <laughs> obviously. <laughs> yeah, like, no.
1: Okay, this all comes to that Josh Molina at Darby Sagefield, you have great feet. Congratulations on yeah. that. <laughs> we get into the procedural of the episode, which Jenny, she's a missing girl. Her parents come in because Edison says, you know, these parents are my constituents and I'm terrified we can't find their daughter. And so Olivia's like, fine, I'll take the case. She's missing. And then Columbus Harrison puts it together that the missing girl isn't this sort of a student, lovely, yeah. goody two shoe type girls exactly. that they that we had been painting in the press. We find out that she's the beltway on buckle girl, a nineteen year old who would get into like high profile political parties and just
3: and yeah and fucking date and have, mess sex, around with and drink and and have sex with dudes and then blog about it blog about it yeah right yeah, yeah yeah
1: and so she goes missing oh this is what I wrote oh my god I totally forgot Quinn and Harrison shared an office.
3: I did too. When I saw this episode, I was like, what? They were like side by side and you went to get a grape. He was like, hell no. He smacked your hand away. (laughs) Like, I Um, forgot we shared an office. Yes, me too.
1: We also shared a trailer. Then they moved you to him, I think.
3: Yeah, because I remember from like season two on, I think I was pretty much with Columbus. Or maybe I only shared with Columbus in the pilot. Maybe it was just the pilot. Maybe it was just the pilot. Because I remember always being with Columbus. Oh, that must have
1: been it. Maybe you were always with Columbus and I was with We have to ask when they come on because now the memories yeah. have shifted. But
3: but also just for our listeners, when we say share a trailer, we weren't in the same like yes. space together. Right. It's right. a double banger, right? Which means right. two small quarters with a yeah. a couch, like a chair, a tiny desk, and a bathroom. Your poopers share a wall. <laughs> yes, your poopers share a wall. Oh my God. <laughs> Pooping was so hard in our trailers it was so because I feel scary. like is Columbus in his trailer, like is he in the bathroom? No, is this my chance to like, like take a nice big old well, dump? Like And you can hear
4: each other uh,
1: flushing. Yes. It's yes. so insane. Like yes. why do
3: we always end up talking about shit? listen, everybody poops.
1: <laughs> I have that book. I read it constantly. <laughs> you do? <laughs> yes, because my children are always about potty training. They're like obsessed oh. with poop. It's a fascinating thing. It's part it of is. health. Yeah. Okay. So they share an office. Okay. Quinn gets a lead. We think that we found the Beltway Unbuckled Girl in Albuquerque or something. And I'm like, let's print out the picture of who she is. And at the same time, Olivia's at the crime scene looking, is it possibly the Beltway Unbuckled Girl? Yes. And And she's like, yes, please tell me. Can
3: we just pause just for one moment? And- And talk about how there was a fax machine in this episode. And I was like, (laughs) remember fax machines? All that fucking noise they used to make. Like. so dramatic but yo we had a fax machine in this episode that is it's the so dumbest shit
1: I've ever heard you're a hacker yes. how could that not have just been emailed how as a JPEG it, yes.
3: how did it just not pop up on one of our computers <laughs> they're all standing like you and the par like Jenny's parents and I think Abby right and, Cal- yeah. and Harrison are all standing around this fax machine, fax waiting, machine for the- waiting for
1: the possibility for- <laughs> of the bell like a face to come up on this slow ass printing ass 1900 fax machine
3: <laughs> And then, of course, Olivia's at the crime scene. It's a very dramatic back and forth. You know, as as the picture's coming out slowly, they're sort of uncovering Jenny's body at the crime scene. So it it works very well for the scene. But I was like, yo, a fucking fax machine.
1: This is not how it would go down. <laughs> but it made dramatic impact.
3: Yes. And that's what we're all about. Yes, and once again, Quinn is like, we found the girl. There's a girl. She's all excited, giving these parents false hope about, like, this could be your daughter. She
1: is making promises right and left that she can't keep. Mellie is screaming about being puked on by kids, and she's talking about immunizations. And she's like, give me a seat at the adult table. I don't want to be doing this first lady bullshit Mm -hmm. anymore where I'm dealing with children and doing dumb shit that doesn't affect our country. I'm a political animal and I want a seat at the table like I had on the trail.
3: Yes. And and can we just say again, Bellamy is so freaking good in this scene. I wrote in my notes baby puke exclamation point and I wrote I am 100% on Melly's side in this scene. Because <laughs> she's like, yo, no, all these little snot-nosed kids coming up to me and throwing up and touching me and and she has I wrote another memorable line for the scene because she says mm. this amazing line very quickly in her oh so melly way. It's so fucking good. She says that filthy little rot with an eye patch under his glasses. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I cracked oh, up yeah.
3: so hard because oh, she says yeah, it really I fast that. and so angry. Oh, she's just so good in this scene. She's so Maybe. good. <laughs> and there's also she brings up vaccines in this scene. Do you remember that, Katie? What and I was do? like, oh, shit, what a vaccine dig. Because she's like, how do parents not get their fucking kids vaccinated? How stupid can you be? It's the 20th I know. century or whatever. I know. And I was like, oh, wow, sort of.
1: I can hear Shonda in that line so much because oh. I've I've talked with her so much about being a mom and we've been moms together and like vaccinations and immunizations for our kids. And we've done so much shit about that on Katie's crib. But like I can hear, you know. I think when you're a showrunner of a doctor show for 20 years or however long Grey's Anatomy has been on, plus private practice, like, I think she's just such a she's a proponent of science, guys, which is I hear it out of Melly's speech where she's like. What the fuck is wrong with you? This is fucking science immune. Like, I shouldn't even be spending time talking to these parents about vaccinations or whatever right. she was doing. This is so stupid. Like, what do you
3: fucking think get the yeah. vaccination or your kid is gonna get smallpox or whatever? You,
1: exactly, exactly. Yeah. And Tony says for her to suck it up. Suck it up. <laughs> and deal with it.
3: Oh, they're so good. We'll be right back, guys.
1: Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. It's all you. With lightweight construction and technology that smooths, shapes, and supports, these silhouettes are designed to conform to your curves for a natural-looking fit. Experience unlined perfection with the Invisible Lift Demi Bra, a style that moves with you and is nearly undetectable under clothes, or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Unbelievable and unforgettable, there's more to explore when it comes to Body by Victoria. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com.
2: Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4 24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and route metrics 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may
4: vary. Not an endorsement. If you struggle to get in shape and lose weight, I'm about to change your life. I'm Carl, the CEO of Body, and I don't like working out and eating healthy either. So here's how I get myself to do it. I make myself own the morning. And by the morning, I mean the first hour or so every day. It's not family time. It's not for scrolling social media. It's for my results and my health. And man, does it work. Every day I get out of bed, drink a health shake I made the night before, and then I go crush a workout in the body app and just follow along day by day before most people are even out of bed. I'm done for the day. So here's my offer to you. The next 500 people who go to body.com will get 65% off a full year of access to over 120 programs. 65%! Because I want you to start now and see how fast the pounds come off and the muscles start popping. And if they don't, hey, you get your money back. Just go to body.com. That's B-O-D-I.com And let's own the morning together and get healthy and fit. We cut to the morgue scene
1: probably to see the Beltway Unbuckled Girl and mm-hmm. get some answers about how she died. And it's Stephen W. Bailey yes. as Noah Elliott. Yes. But he is also
3: the bartender on Grey's Anatomy. Yes! He's that guy that you've seen in movies in and TV everything. shows. Commercials. He's been in a ton of commercials. Yeah, he's just that face that you're like, oh, there's that dude. Yeah. Yeah, I th- oh, yeah I'm yeah. pretty
1: sure I remember talking to him on set And him being like, yeah, I went to Dartmouth with Shonda. We're, like, really good friends. And when she started Grey's Anatomy 100 years ago, like, she got me the gig as playing the bartender, hoping, like, maybe it'll recur. And I think he's done. Like, I think that bartender did end up recurring a bunch on Grey's Anatomy. Grey's fans would know better than me. Okay, the next thing I wrote down is that we learn that Verna... Is in the cancer wing and no one knows because she's uh, yeah. a Supreme Court justice. And Olivia goes to visit her at the hospital and turns her uh, cell phone off, which Abby thinks is like, where are you going? Like, what are you yeah, doing? And she's like, I have yeah. shit to do because Olivia can't tell anyone that she visits of Verna, course. who's like, has terminal cancer.
3: Yeah. Oh, man. Not to bring things down, but uh, yeah. just a, Do a, it. A Let's go there. Ago, I, my friend was doing chemo and I I went to Nashville to be with him and I would sit in the room with him with that machine, you know, and he'd, you know, we'd just be hanging out and seeing Verna so strong in that scene is so like inspiring and so beautiful. It's so touching, but it made me think, uh, you know, so many people that have been in that situation and how scary. I could relate to being in Olivia's shoes and being the friend who's there supporting, but then I was like, what if I was the one getting the chemo? I don't, I don't know how... I would handle that. I would hope that, you know, you get this sort of inner strength and you rise above, you know, a lot of the fear and you just do it and and you get through it. But I just I'm like, I I admire those people that just have.
1: Oh, my God. It's so terrifying. And you're putting in something that makes you feel so sick. You know, like you're putting in medicine that is, you know, hopefully killing the thing that is killing you. Yeah. But also. It makes you feel so sick. It's like poisonous. It's just like, I can't imagine it. Uh,
3: but there, Verna is super regal and strong and, and stoic and stoic, still very authoritative and
1: yeah. and, and, and concerned
3: like, about Olivia not having her phone on. She's like, keep living your life. What are you doing? You know, so, so great. Deborah Moon so is great. such an amazing actress.
1: And this piece of shit, we realize, Lavitch, <laughs> this, this Alexander mu- this, Lavitch, this piece of shit. <laughs> politician has immunity and is here in our country and is the guy who we everyone knows m- killed the beltway unbuckled girl and was like yes. having sex with her got in a car accident she flew out of the car and he just like put left her in a her- ditch he left her there to die yeah she was alive that's yes. what the morgue person tells us was like she was out of the car and yeah. had sh- someone called somebody yeah she could have been taken to a hospital and she
3: would have lived yeah but she, she literally lived. Yeah, she was there. She suffocated
1: think, on fucking dirt because her yes. body was broken and she couldn't like get her face out and yeah. just laid there for hours. Wasn't dying, it for like so 5
3: hard. hours? I think it yes. was like 5 hours just like dying slowly. Oh, cuz you know when you when someone passes away or someone dies in an accident, I think everyone's first thought is always like did they suffer? Like what what you know, uh, was yeah. it quick? Was it quick? Like let it right, be quick, exactly. You know,
1: this girl saw her. Oh, God,
3: horrible, horrible. But so this douchebag, fucking yeah, Alexander yeah. Lavich, but he has um, diplomatic immunity, which means you know he he doesn't have to. The laws don't apply. Don't to him apply in, to him. He's like completely States. untouchable.
1: Yeah. President Grant's like he's immunity. Like he has that. I'm not doing anything. Yeah. I don't care. And right. Olivia's like, okay, watch this. And he she makes this huge media spectacle. You know, at the like White protests. House,
3: on the lawn. Yes, because uh, the president is the only one that could ask Kyrgyzstan, which is where Lavich is from, to revoke his immunity. Like, the president is the only one that can sort of step in and try to make that happen. So, yeah. Right. So, as, as you were saying, yeah, they do this huge protest outside of the White House.
1: And they're getting some traction. Like, they're getting yeah. some traction. They're like, this girl was murdered and you know, this guy is going to get away with it and this isn't okay. Let's all use our voices and band together. And they're trying to make like a big scene of it. I love the scene, G, when you come in. And Abby's Abby, on the- f- yes! Yeah, she like baked cookies and she's calling David Rose and she's like, let's have a date tonight. And he's like, I can't, I'm busy. And she's like, fuck you, you're busy. What are you doing? Like murdering people or whatever. And she hangs up and she's such a bitch. And, totally <laughs> and she's eating bitch. a
3: cookie. She's eating a cookie. Ooh, those cookies look so Looked good. so good. And Huck is like, is there artificial sweetener in those cookies? <laughs> artificial sweetener, make- sweetener makes, makes rats Makes rats bleed. die. Yeah. Which you
1: learned from your future girlfriend and lover, yes, Susie
3: Porfar. Yes, Suzy Porfar, Becky. I loved having scenes with Abby because Huck, you don't see Huck and Abby um, together often.
1: Did you guys ever have like a storyline on the show?
3: We had some moments that we had sort of longer scenes together, but um, I don't remember. As far as storyline, I don't remember. I guess we'll find out. You we'll guys are close out.
1: too. Like you guys, it's so cool. Like I can't wait when we have her on. And stuff. So, like everyone has their own like special little relationship. Yumi and Carrie were texting the other day and- we were texting and she yeah. brought up an inside joke and then you brought up an inside joke and it was so fun. Like we all have our little things together. Like you and Carrie yes. have your own
3: special yes.
1: inside jokes or like you yeah. and I have our own special inside yeah. jokes or like you and you know, it's so yeah,
3: totally me and me me and Darby got closer when I was in Vancouver shooting a pilot and I had to isolate for 14 days. And she was in Toronto as well. Yeah, she she was was in Toronto shooting Lock and Key. Lock and Key. Yeah, but you arrive in Canada, you do quarantine for 14 days. This is at the height of the pandemic. And then after 14 days, I was brought to set. We started shooting. We shot for like one day. The next day I come into work. They tell me, don't get out of the van. Oh. Um, Your barber has COVID. You have to go back into your um, hotel room and isolate for another 14 days. It's the first time, Katie, that I thought I was going to lose my mind. And I remember (gasps) FaceTiming with Darby and crying. I was like, who am I right now? I was like, I can't And she was like, "Kira, it's going to be okay.
1: Oh, my God. Did you reach out to her because you were both in Canada and she was quarantining too? Or you were just like, Darby is who I need in this moment. Tell me. No,
3: I think we just sort of texted... Um, randomly, and we're like, hey, what's up? Just thinking about you. How you doing? And then we just continued talking. And since I was going to go to Vancouver, I think I was like, oh, I'm going to Vancouver. Yeah, like you said, since I knew she was in Canada. But yeah.
1: How did you get through that quarantine? Did you watch 8,000 horror movies?
3: Yes, but also after a a while, you're just like, I don't even want to turn the TV on anymore. You know what I mean? Like, it just just gets- so bored. Oh, it was so frustrating, and in Vancouver they're super strict. Like you couldn't leave yeah. the hotel room. Did you have a balcony? I did have a balcony, Thank which God. was like the saving grace. You know what I mean? Because I could go outside for. A I little had time. to
1: do that quarantine in Vancouver too, because I was shooting a holiday movie there, and I had to do the quarantine also. And because I was bringing my whole family, I was like, oh no, 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 we have, we need a house. Like I can't, I can't. Wait, do wait, one wait, hotel wait.
3: Room. What? Is this the movie Kiss Cam Christmas?
1: No, no, no. This one was, um, shit, what was it called? Because Christmas quick. Takes Flight.
3: Oh, shit. I haven't seen that one, Katie. Me and Mike just watched Kiss Cam Christmas. Is it good? I haven't watched it, it. Well, you haven't watched it? No. Katie, it's really cute. It's really good. You and Jesse Bradford, who plays Cliff, if anybody's a fan of Bring It On- Cliff uh, who is from fucking bring it And on, he's also the lead
1: I've... in Swim Fan. Like yes, hello Swim everybody, fan. fucking he's so hot. The oh, best.
3: I've had a crush on him for so long. You Isn't guys have cute? such good chemistry. Yes. I picked he's really cute. him. I
1: picked you him. Did? Yeah, you did. Yeah. They not. were like, yeah, they got me because thank god the director was like a massive scandal fran- Lisa fan. Lisa France, is. right? Lisa France, and she's awesome, an yes. amazing director. Love her so much. She's the she was the producing director at Queen Sugar with Ava DuVernay. Oh, she's amazing, shit. Okay. amazing director. But she was a huge Scandal fan. She was like, give Katie Lowe's this job after, like, a few other people had passed. And I read the script and I was like, ooh, I want to do this. Like, I really love a rom-com. I love a sports movie. I love a Christmas movie. And Mary Kiss Cam is, like, all three of those things. And it was going to be three weeks of, like, really crazy schedule. But, like, 117 pages I was in. But I was like, I got this. And then they were like, here's all the guys we're thinking of. Who do you want us to offer it to first? And I saw the list. And I was like, Jesse Bradford. I get to make out with that dude a hundred million times because it's Mary Kiss Cam and it's about a couple that has to get stuck on the Kiss Cam at a sports game over and over and over again. Because it's like a superstitious
3: thing. If they don't kiss on the Kiss Cam, then the team is not going to win.
1: How was our kissing? Was it cute?
3: It was super cute. I mean, not as good as uh, Huck of, and Quinn. Well, obviously, we're hot. Huck and
1: Quinn were hot and um, fucked
3: up and hot as fuck.
1: But Jesse Bradford, I was like,
3: yes, so into so as a teen.
1: Those impressionable years uh, when Bring It On came out, I was that perfect age where that dude, teeth brushing scene, that teeth and brushing him scene,
3: oh my god, kind of doing his
1: like jam out on the air guitar. Uh, By the way, if you want to see the hottest person that you've ever seen in your whole life, it's Jesse Bradford's wife. Really? Her name is Andrea Wartraus. She's a vet. Vet out. I have she's Brazilian. Wait, she, imagine even... if a veterinarian looked like Giselle Oh, vet.
3: A veterinarian. Yeah, vet. I thought you were saying like a vet like a like a military vet. <laughs> no. I was like, "Oh shit, that's hardcore. She's a
1: vet." No. Of she a takes care of goddamn oh, puppies shit. and she looks like Giselle. She's so beautiful. And they have a beautiful baby, and we had the most fun time ever shooting because we all just moved to Duluth, Minnesota to do it.
3: Wait, do you remember me and you talking when I was in New York and you were still in L.A.? You, I think you were about to go to New York, and we were, you, you had just done that movie, and we were talking about Jesse Bradford and you having to kiss him 25,000 times. Yeah. And you were like, Guillermo, his wife was on, his wife showed up to set the days we were kissing or something uh, yeah, like that, she right? she
1: came. I was like... God damn it. Like, which, listen, it, I'm
3: sure she's a lovely person, lovely. but sometimes when we do scenes like that, right? You're like,
1: no, and the, the good last. news was, was like, this movie's very holiday, like, lovely. So the kissing was very PG. I yeah, mean, there yeah. were no tongues being slit. It's not it
3: was, Huck and Quinn kissing. No,
1: yeah. this was like, which, by the way, when we get to the episodes of the Huck no. and Quinn sex scenes, Guillermo <sighs> and I did so much character work and so many character we conversations sure <laughs> about how Quinn and Huck would make would out and how and it's kiss. the Ooh. opposite of. um. Fits in Olivia, but anyway. No, this was very PG, but yes, yeah. his wife and baby were there on those days <laughs> watching the scenes when we had to kiss like 8,000 times. And I was like, this is uh,
3: the weirdest nah.
1: job in the world. I remember the first uh, time I kissed him, I was so embarrassed because it said in the script that like I maul him. I like, <laughs> I, like push him down and like kiss him. And I did it. And I did it in the classic Katie way, like too much, yeah. and like um, threw him really, down. Um, and she, she was like, "Well, that's just like yeah." She was like, "That's just too much." And I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so embarrassed!" Like, I, like
3: you were like Jesse.
1: I'm sorry. I hate this job. This oh, job is. God. I mean, I love it, but it's so embarrassing.
3: I'm glad, so, it, but he's
1: the best and so lovely.
3: Listen, the movie turned out really super cute.
1: Okay, everybody, I hope you watch Mary Kiss Cam. <laughs> I know, we totally tangent. And um, think that Jesse and I have the best chemistry ever.
3: We'll be right
0: back.
1: Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. It's all you. With lightweight construction and technology that smooths, shapes, and supports, these silhouettes are designed to conform to your curves for a natural-looking fit. Experience unlined perfection with the Invisible Lift Demi Bra, a style that moves with you and is nearly undetectable under clothes, or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Unbelievable and unforgettable, there's more to explore when it comes to Body by Victoria. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 styles.
2: Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4 24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto-pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement.
4: If you struggle to get in shape and lose weight, I'm about to change your life. I'm Carl, the CEO of Body, and I don't like working out and eating healthy either. So here's how I get myself to do it. I make myself own the morning. And by the morning, I mean the first hour or so every day. It's not family time. It's not for scrolling social media. It's for my results and my health. And man, does it work. Every day I get out of bed, drink a health shake I made the night before, and then I go crush a workout in the body app and just follow along day by day. Before most people are even out of bed, I'm done for the day. So here's my offer to you. The next 500 people who go to Body.com will get 65% off a full year of access to over 120 programs. 65%! Because I want you to start now and see how fast the pounds come off and the muscles start popping. And if they don't, hey, you get your money back. Just go to Body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. And let's own the morning together and get healthy and fit.
1: We have to talk about The fucking best scenes in this episode are are like there's so many to me when Olivia and Fitz are in the restaurant. Oh, so good! Like, oh, she
3: yeah, she thinks she's gonna go meet Cyrus, right? Yeah,
1: Cyrus is like, meet us at our usual spot to talk about this whole lavish problem.
3: She shows up, she turns around, and then all of a sudden, she's on her phone, and then she looks up, and the whole restaurant is empty. And all of a sudden, like, security, like, White House security starts walking. And she's like, oh, hell no. This motherfucker brought me to this restaurant to have a meal, like, you know, have a talk with me, just me and him, her and Fitz. Oh, so good. And
1: they have this scene that is so beautiful. And it's basically, like, a breakup scene. Like, it's basically, like, he's saying, let me go. Um, yeah. Or I'll let you go. She says, let me go. Something like that. And and she says, how is there any future mm-hmm. here? And the president says, we're done. And he says, I'm letting you go, which is yeah. how Verna says. Like, that's a big theme yes. in the episode. And he
3: also says, uh, fine, I'm going to drop the charges against Edison. I'm going to take um, Edison off the watch list. Yeah.
1: And this whole thing is over and he le- and it's a very long kind of theatery oh, scene it yeah. seems like a little one act it's like yeah. and then he leaves and Olivia is just broken she's yeah and Carrie is so good
3: in this scene. oh she's so good i wrote tear stick do you think Carrie used a tear stick <laughs> i don't think so no I, well i actually maybe
1: yeah i've never seen her use a tear stick and i'm going to put money on if she ever did use one she sure shit didn't use one in this scene it just yeah. felt
3: yeah, it felt, it felt very really raw like and very and available yeah. to her yeah. there. And it's also that type of thing. We've all been there, right? Where you're like, oh, you want to break up with someone? You want it to be over? And then they're like, okay, you got it. I'll give you what you want. It's over. And then you're like, wait a minute. I don't really want it to be over. It had that yeah. feeling of like, oh my God. Now he, yeah. he's really like like letting go. Yeah. Oh, it's so painful. It was so, it's raw, so good. So good. So good.
1: Fitz leaves this scene in the restaurant and says, you order whatever you want. It's all being charged to me anyway. And then going back, Mellie's so pissed about her fucking $600 skirt being thrown up on. Do you guys actually know what
3: does the
1: U.S. president have to pay for?
3: Like, can we just say first, like, I thought that all that shit is just, they, is waived. Like, they don't have to pay for anything. Uh-
1: 100%. But no, apparently.
3: Yeah, there's I thought 12. the same thing. I'm like, well, clearly yes. we're
1: all paying for the president's food yeah. and restaurants out and Melly's yeah. skirts and like yeah. all this shit. Turns out, no. Groceries. Yes, the White House comes with its own chef, but the first family actually has to pay for their own food. Groceries, yeah. And Michelle Obama confirmed this in 2008 on a Jimmy Kimmel appearance. But like, can you believe the president pays for their own damn groceries? Yes. Like, where are they shopping? Sprout? They also got to
3: pay for drugs. <laughs> <laughs> they also got to pay for dry cleaning.
1: Yes. Yeah, so when that baby bitch threw up on Melly's skirt, it's like she know that she paying for that shit herself.
3: Mm-hmm. They got to pay um, for designer clothing, but there's a loophole that designer could obviously gift, a, you know, a piece to to the first lady or the president. Yes. Obviously, and that they don't they don't have to pay. But they yeah.
1: have to pay for staff at private parties at the White House. That mm-hmm. makes no sense to me.
3: stylists. What? Crazy. Yeah, they got to pay for That's their stylist. That's
1: ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. This is a crazy fact. Okay, so the for fair interior decorating of the White House because I'm sure they each like to sort of switch it up and make it a little bit their own. The president is permitted a $100,000 stipend to redecorate parts of the White House. Anything beyond that is something they have to pay for themselves. Uh the Obamas' these uh, classy class classy family. Act, yo class act the obamas didn't take the stipend and they used their own money to redecorate instead
3: no one better has been in that white house but Eh, since
1: or previously to the day the best hot tip the interior designer of the white house for the obamas and their interior designer is a designer named michael smith who is also Shonda Rhimes' interior designer? Get out! I didn't know who that. I catered for multiple times.
4: No
3: way! Is he loaded?
1: Unloaded. <laughs>
3: loaded.
1: So that's just some fun facts. Fun facts. That when Fitz leaves the restaurant and says, "Don't worry, it's gonna be. It's all being charged to me anyway." I guess that would be a personal expense. I think so, right? I think we wouldn't have paid for that. Yeah. And the kid barfing on her skirt definitely personal expense definitely personal expense so <laughs> there you have it. okay, real quick to wrap up a few of my other favorite scenes. Gee, do you have any few other yeah. favorite scenes you well, ever it's have? probably
3: the same one we probably have the same ones one of my favorites is the Hollis Doyle and Rosen scene when Rosen shows up at Hollis Doyle's office and is like, what do you have to do with Citron? What's up with you in the Citron business yeah. And Jesse um you know Lindsay Dwyers boyfriend who died Adam in the Shapiro. explosion. Yes. Adam Shapiro was played by Katie's yeah. actual husband. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, they found all these phone, Alyssa finds all these phone records where Jesse has made like, I don't know how many calls to Hollis Doyle, right. which is a huge red flag for David. So Bush. David's anyway, putting it all scene. together and is like,
1: yeah. I know, which leads us to the end of the episode, but very quickly before we get there, this is the first episode where we see Melly and Olivia working together because Melly calls <laughs> Olivia to the white house and says she has a, f- amazing scene where she's like the it's dying out yeah the protests
3: are dying out yeah
1: all of the press on the beltway unbuckled girl being killed is all dying out and i think if you and i lived in Kyrgyzstan, we would be sold off for cows at the age of 16 married off raped continuously to, kids, to give your yeah. children no education blah 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 blah, right. blah. and if this dickhead from a she says a goat herder of a country or something <laughs> thinks he can come on american soil and take one of our educated girls and treat her no better than a dog you are sorely mistaken what and i'm gonna fix this and Olivia's like what's your idea and they sort mm. of come together uh, and Melly uh. walks out on the front lawn and is like no no i'm not making a speech i'm just here to protest alongside you
3: as a yeah. mother. She says, yeah. as
1: a mom, it's so yeah. good.
3: So powerful.
1: And then you cut to the Oval Office where Fitz has this maniacal laughing breakdown. Yes. Him and Cyrus are drinking together. And they're like, we've been had. The two best yes. political animal beasts yes. on this show, Melly and Olivia Pope, came together yes. and fucking rocked us.
3: He said, Fitz says, I have been brought to my knees by my wife and my dot, 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 Olivia Pope. Yeah, he's he's just—I mean, I wrote in my notes, uh, these two could rule the world. This
1: is the beginning of how much—I mean, yes, there's so much tumultuous shit, too, but, like, they end up working together, I feel like, a lot in the course of the series. Yeah. You, Hawk, ends up dipping back into that whiskey.
3: Ooh, girl, he said, I need another nip. Yes. Are you talking about the scene where he tries to stop the dad? So yeah. after, you know, obviously, Jenny's parents are super upset that the president— couldn't really do anything, right? What What ends up happening? He's able to do something, he but obviously he's him, not. He,
1: he gets him like deported, like he can never come back on American soil ever. But right. like, so whatever, he's gonna go back and live right. in Kyrgyzstan and chill, is exactly. what Olivia says.
3: Yeah. So the parents are super upset. And is this the scene you were, you yeah, were, and you the were dad's like, to?
1: I'm gonna go fucking handle this. And yeah, Huck and Huck, Huck
3: knows. Like, Because the dad and the wife are leaving OPA, the OPA offices. And Huck could feel like this guy is going to try to kill this man. And Huck has this really um, emotional, like powerful scene with the dad. And he's like, don't do it. You'll regret it. Trust me. And the dad is like, do you have kids? And Huck is like, nope. And he's like, get out of my way. And then he's like, you don't fucking get it, bro. Storms off. Yeah. And we think that the
1: dad is like on a mission to go kill him. But what we realize, it's so great, is that Huck. (laughs) goes back yeah. to AA and is like, at the same time, it's like going back and forth between the news that Lavage has been found dead of a heart attack. Yeah, right. And Huck is like, I uh, drank that whiskey again and yeah. it felt real good.
3: Yeah. It was so funny, like seeing th- that scene at an AA meeting when Huck is sharing and he's talking about, you know, usually um, when people share, they talk about how regretful they are about, you know, having a slip or drinking mm-hmm. or doing drugs. Mm-hmm. But Huck mm-hmm. is like, I enjoyed it. It was the best feeling in the world. Mm-hmm. I'd forgotten how good it was. And I'm stuck here. Like, I'm not going back to being sober. All this stuff. And I was like, oh, my God. He's just sharing all this shit at the AA meeting. He's so And then great- you and, and, so and then Huck
1: Haken- Becky hold hands, right?
3: Yes, and it's a transition to, to um Fitz and Melly holding hands, walking up to the plane, because Fitz is about to go to Tokyo. Yeah, he's 7th. about
1: to go to Tokyo. And then the episode ends with Abby sneaks into David's shower. She's totally fucking unhinged and insane and is like, I know, I've seen your wall of crazy. I've been in your apartment. <laughs> yeah. And we sort of see this beginning of, like, she and David are sort of teaming up against Olivia Pope to sort yes. of figure out the Quinn Perkins mystery We've got the whole table of masterminds who come together. <gasps> Melly, Liv, Hollis, Cyrus, Verna—they all sit down, and Hollis says, "We've got a David Rosen problem." Mm. That's the worst accent I've ever done in my entire. We got day. a David
3: Rosen problem. We got a David Rosen. I problem. remember when this episode aired. That scene at the end, when Olivia wa- is the last person to walk into that scene, it was like <sighs> it was like mind blowing. Like people lost mind their blowing. Shit. They are
1: all back. They're all back. And the episode ends with a close-up of this whole table of geniuses sitting around dealing with that they got put this man falsely in office. And the episode ends with this close-up of Fitz alone on the plane to Tokyo to the summit or something. And he is just – it's like you're looking at him and, he, and it's just like all – The amount of people and lies it took to make this man. To
3: put this man in office, yeah.
1: It was just, and you see him and he's completely clueless of everything that's going on behind the scenes to get him where he is. Yeah. And he's so fucked up and just, it's such a great, it was so like cinematic.
3: And and also he knows it at this, you know, he knows that these people did all this shit to get Does he know at this point? Does he know at this point? I don't remember. Maybe he doesn't know.
1: I don't think he knows yet. I don't think uh, he knows okay. yet. Okay. We Ger- Guillermo and I,
3: I don't think he knows yet. He hasn't found yeah. it out yet. Yeah. I don't think he but knows yet. But also, uh, another great line in at the end of this episode is, we have a David Rosen issue. Because it's David Rosen is, you know, he's the fly in the ointment. He's the one who's <laughs> like, wait a minute. I
1: texted Josh Molina a picture of him in the shower with suds in his hair. And I was like, look what I'm doing. And I just told him he was a great actor. But... Okay, wait. The other thing, Guillermo texted me the best fun oh, fact yeah. ever. What did you text me? I'm going back to this. Well,
3: one of our guest stars, her name is uh, Eve Gordon, and she played yep. Janet Nystrom, who is uh, Jenny's mother, the yeah. the girl that was kill- killed by Lavich. And, you know, you guys know by now I'm obsessed with horror movies, and I'll always do a Google search on the guest stars and see if they've been in any, like horror movies that I know or just any horror films. And of course I fucking Googled Eve Gordon and homegirl was in, of course she was in the walking dead. She was in a movie called Ouija original origin of evil. And she was in the grudge too. If you're a horror fan, like I am the grudge, the first grudge is amazing. Sarah Michelle Gellar is wonderful in it. Um, but grudge two is just as freaking good. And there's a scene where Eve Gordon plays um, the school counselor where she sort of, at the end of the scene, she sort of gets possessed and she does that rattle that the, the grudge girl does oh. in the movies. That, uh,
1: oh, that's what it is. It's like this.
3: Uh, uh, that's it. Uh, yes. Uh, your
2: mouth
1: just drops open yes. to like go, this gaping devil <laughs> hole yeah. of hell and you yes. make this fucking horrible sound that's yes. like, and your whole face is white and your eyes yes. go
3: fucking crazy. And you're like, uh, I love you. And Guillermo
1: just texts me the scene yesterday, and he's like, full warning, this is terrifying. Because I fucking hate horror shit.
3: But watch it. I was like, watch it till the but end. But she's amazing
1: in it. <laughs> yeah. And I, was, then, I hated it. Yeah.
3: And then Katie sent me a video of her doing the, uh. And then I sent her a video of me doing the, uh. Can someone was so cast good. us
1: in a fucking horror movie?
3: We would Hello? have the
1: best time. Shit. You know this fun fact? Eve Gordon and Todd Waring, who portray yes. wife Peter and Janet Nystrom, are husband and wife in real fucking life. Can you
3: believe that shit? So, so many good. I think I feel like there, there's so many uh couples, not so many, but there there are a lot of couples that have worked together, right? Oh, that yeah. Have, uh, do you like working with your husband because you've worked with Adam?
1: I actually love it. Like I love it. You I do? would I would never ever ever want to be like a series regular with him on a show. Oh, I think see? it would be yeah. like going to work is my favorite place ever because I'm not at home. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you want to step away from that. And it's my own life, life and like my minute. own yeah. thing, so I think yeah. I would never want to be on a show with him like 80 hours a week for like seven years. I don't think that's like healthy for a marriage in my mind.
3: No, no, no.
1: But I've loved guest starring with him. I've loved doing plays with him. Anything that's like... Four weeks, six weeks, a workshop, a song, a duet. You know, we did Waitress, the musical together. Oh, I saw you guys in
3: that. So good. Oh,
1: and like that is great. Yeah. But I like finite things. Yes.
3: Something that's going to end quickly. Yeah. Yes. Well, I wrote down some couples that have been together a long time that acted together a bunch Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton, of course, Jessica Tandy and Hume Cronin, who were, oh, so good. He was in Cocoon and, oh, so good. Ozzie Davis and Ruby D were another couple who had worked oh my a ton God. together. Maybe yeah. that
1: is what's wrong with my career. Maybe I should only be working with Assam no, Shapiro. I agree Maybe with we you. I don't are think the next should. Kate Burton and I mean Richard Listen. Burton and Liz Taylor. Yeah, no. Okay. Some other fun facts about this episode is like David Rosen's talking on his iPhone at the beginning of the episode, and the home screen icons are clearly visible, which means yeah. the phone was not on during the call. You that's idiot, always, Josh Molina. That's, <laughs> that's no.
3: always such a struggle to get the phones to... I remember oh, that being God. a struggle always with our phones on schedule. I,
1: ugh, I don't like it. And wait, there was some yeah. other big fun fact. There's a top that Carrie's watching, like a jacket that she wears in this episode. That's, all, that's a throwback jacket with a belt on it that she wore during season one, episode six, The Trail, which I always if loved because Carrie... It fits her
3: perfectly. Yeah, well... <laughs> Oh, that's was not what I was going to say if it's if it's something else, but you said it fits her perfectly. <laughs> you <laughs> thought that that's what I was going to say. It fits her perfectly. Wait, is it Katie, is it the jacket that she wears at the crime scene? That jacket yes. with the belt?
1: Yes. Yes. Ah. And what I love about that is it's so Carrie Washington because obviously Olivia Pope has the most incredible wardrobe of all time, but she did take very seriously that Olivia has a closet that she would pull from and repeat wearing things, because that's what that's people life. do. All
3: right, y'all, let's get into our
1: favorite... Tweets of the time. I said
3: tweets of the time, y'all.
1: All of our scandal tweets of the time are like, why is that jacket the same? Who who makes the jacket? There's a lot of obsession about yeah, the jacket. Yeah. We love the jacket. Can I... Rep- I, we need to report back. Who made that jacket? Well, we I don't know, know,
3: Katie, because I did my research.
1: Oh, my. But wait, I'm, I am going to make gonna read,
3: out with you I'm gonna, today. <laughs> I'm going to read a couple of tweets from uh, Jeannie Lauren at Moore. And again, she tweeted, hey, Scandal ABC, Kerry Washington, Shonda Rhimes. Please tell me the designer of the coat, Olivia wore at the crime scene in Beltway Unbuckled. And then she tweeted again a few minutes later. But for real, I'm going to just keep tweeting until you all tell me who makes that coat. And I looked that shit up. Yo, it was I, I had to really dig deep, and it's Gucci. Gucci Get is the designer of that. Get out of here, yeah.
1: Guillermo Diaz, that you know that. It's a Gucci Who jacket. Who are you? The greatest Just, co-host and friend of all time. Please. I would never You are.
3: <laughs> so Jeannie Lauren, it's a Gucci jacket. We're how many years late? She tweeted that in uh, 2012. October <laughs> Ten years ago. Ten years ago. Sorry for the delayed response, girl. It's Gucci. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay in closing Columbus Short tweeted that night we are a family what can I say hashtag team OPA hashtag boss chicks hashtag don't hate at scandal ABC and this most adorable picture of Columbus being kissed on either cheek with Olivia and Darby and me on his adorable
3: head yes Darlene July at I, July tweeted, "Melly is a mess. I love it. Hashtag yes. Scandal ABC.
1: Yes. yes. Tima wrote, a friend told me she fell asleep during last night's scandal. Bitch, what? I told her to repent because she's committed a serious Girl. cardinal sin at Scandal ABC. Okay. Bridget Monique replying to at Deb Wilker said, I have no idea what's going on. I almost passed out. It's exciting, though. Um. Whoa and then vir- repl- at viskilla 24 wrote, asmith thick wow at miss thick my husband wants to know what did olivia pope put on the president for him to act like that
3: i think she means like a spell like what did she put on him did she put a spell on him uh, to for her oh. for him to act this way i don't know uh, i'm just assuming
1: just think-
3: those are Loving our scandal these tw-
1: tweets these are our scandal tweets of the time some of our scandal fun facts episode 204, 204. Beltway Unbuckled. Next week, we're going to be coming back at you with episode 205. Yeah, baby. Which is titled, All Roads Lead to Fits." They sure do. They sure do. Um, and his penis that everyone is and obsessed his with, penis. I guess.
3: <laughs> yes.
1: Also, I want to say next week, I'm going to start getting competitive with UG and I'm going to okay. try to Google some deep dive uh, ass yeah? fun okay. facts because it's I on. am sitting here and you are so impressive <laughs> to me. The little nuggets of it's info all. that you are it's giving all. me. Give me life. Hey, Katie, we love hey, Katie, you. Was yes.
3: Gucci. Gucci, oh. was the hey,
1: Gucci was the jacket. <laughs> I can't wait to find out if Carrie took that. Right. I hope she did. It's a oh, fucking man. fierce jacket. Oh, so good. Um, we love you all. Happy listening. Go tell your friends. Subscribe. Scandal Rewatch yes. Podcast. Unpacking the Toolbox. Episode 205. Next Thank you, week, everyone. Bye. You. Bye.
3: Thank you guys for joining us on Unpacking the Toolbox. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, share with your friends, rate, or leave us a review.
1: Scandal is executive produced by Sandy Bailey, Alex Alche,
3: Lauren Homan,
1: Tyler Klang, and Gabrielle Collins. Our producer and editor is Vince DiGianni. With music by Chad Fisher.
3: Scandal is a production of ABC Signature, and you can follow along by re-watching Scandal on Hulu. Unpacking the Toolbox is a production
1: of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, visit the iHeartRadio app or anywhere you subscribe to your favorite shows. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. Experience unlined perfection with the nearly undetectable Invisible Lift demi bra, or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer bra. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria. Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com.
0: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.